You're listening to the audio section of the Pete the Vet blog, as first broadcast on East Coast FM. Our vet, Pete Weatherburn, is here from Bray Vet and his website, PeteTheVet.com. You can see him on the television as well. Do you enjoy the television, Pete? Yeah? It's good fun, yeah. It's, um, I've been doing it now every week for 13 years. You'd think you'd run out of aspects to cover, but one of the great things about the animal world is that there's always new angles and um, interesting stories to tell and um, I'm really it's great to be able to talk to the nation about these things every week on television, it's great fun Okay, Pete's on TV3 Now then, um, oh you gave advice last week and Julie wants to give you an update, this was about a hamster wasn't it, your, your daughter's hamster or something, Julie, was it? Yeah, my daughter's hamster What, what was wrong with it, remind us uh, he stopped eating and all she wanted to do was sleep. Ah, that's right. And I suggested she possibly was a bit too cold. So, what did you do in the end? We brought him in and mm-hmm. after a while he started eating and playing around. Okay, so he's back to normal now, is he? He is. Great. Well, it's a good example of how it mightn't have felt too cold to you, but to little hamsters, they have a very... Um, small animals like that can get cold very easily because the surface area of their body compared to their weight is, is very high, so they get chilled very quickly. So um, it's a good message for other hamster owners out there. If you have a pet hamster that's, um, that's maybe living in, a, in a, an outdoor-type area and it stops eating, simple thing is bring them in, warm them up. I'm delighted he's doing well. What's his name? Sophie. Very good. That's great news. Thanks a lot for letting us know. Okay. Thanks for your advice, Pete. All right. Great, Julie. Keep in touch. Thanks Thanks very much indeed. Look after yourself. That's Julie there. Um, Now, uh, questions just come in here, Pete, and it's about rabbits. Uh, Do rabbits need exercise? uh, Do rabbits need exercise? (coughs) I've never seen a rabbit on a lead, right? Going around the place. You can get leashes for rabbits and harnesses, and some people indeed do take their rabbits for walks. But it's not generally done. Do they need exercise? Yes, they do. Obesity in rabbits, just like in other animals, is surprisingly common. Um, And it causes quite a big issue for them because they... Well, the particular thing that I've seen, which is interesting, is that rabbits, um, they eat their own faeces. You might realise that. It's part of the digestive process. Go on. <laughs> so, what happens is at night time, they produce a soft pellet that's very different to the normal hard little pellet. It's kind of like silage. It's designed okay. to be eaten. So, but what hap- so what happens at night time, they curl around and they eat this silage stuff as it comes out and it's reprocessed through their bowel and then out come the little hard pellets the next day. But anyway, what you notice with an obese rabbit is that they're no longer able to curl around and reach their rear end under their tail. And that means that often what you see is this soft feces, this silage-like feces, um, gathering under their tail. And a common reason for that is that they're just too fat to reach. So when I see a, a rabbit with, with often with a bit of dirtiness around its tail, one of the things we check out is, hmm, could it be a bit too fat? And it is common. So yes, rabbits do need exercise. Um, that means you don't just leave them in the hutch all day. You have to let them out, let them run around a bit. Right, but that means you've got to have some security in the garden because they probably would go through the smallest little hole there and they'd be lost and then be attacked by a fox and eaten or something like that. Well, that? obviously need to manage it carefully. So you might need to bring them in, even bring them into the house and have them run around the house a bit. But certainly they need you know they need to move around they need to expend energy because um, and the other thing is don't give them too much food because a lot of people feed their rabbits on these highly concentrated um 
pellets and um, flakes and so on and um, they get too much food compared to how much energy they're burning up and they end up getting fat for the, that reason as well. So rabbits are meant to have, if you think about what wild rabbits eat, they eat lots of grass and f and, and fibre and so are they carrots like that uh, like uh, bugs well, bunny well no not really you see. what's up dark it's <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a myth there really rabbits should have lots of hay fresh hay in the winter time good quality hay that's what they need lots of they don't need lots of root vegetables or carrots those kind of things or, um small amounts of concentrated food but large amounts of hay that's what they need yeah and are they dirty i mean you were saying bringing them into the house they're, they're, funny enough, you can house train rabbits just like house train cats. If you have a litter tray in the corner of a house, the rabbit will choose to go over and pass its pellets in that litter tray. That's what they Seriously, like to yeah? do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they eat things like wires? Yes, that's a big issue. <laughs> oh, is it right? They, they, they get electrocuted. Electrocuted? Do they? Yeah, they just cause. I don't know about being electrocuted, but they certainly will cause damage. All right. So you have to cable. You know, you have to go over, go go around the house, kind of um, rabbit proofing wires and you can get special sort of conduits to put over the wires to make sure that rabbits can't actually chew them because they can cause damage. See a lot of people these days we're talking really about we're talking about rabbits in the garden being brought in for a bit of exercise but a lot of people actually keep their rabbits in the house they call them house bunnies and they live in the house like a like a cat or a dog might live in the house and they free range around the house that's how they spend their time and that's increasingly popular. They're quite easy pets in some ways compared to dogs and cats. Um, and they, they're, they're very intelligent. They make very good companions. Um, but they, there's some special aspects of their care. And, I, you know, you, you shouldn't go into these things without really looking into it in detail. There's some really useful websites about that teach you how to look after rabbits right. properly. And do they get lonely? They do. Um, rabbits are designed as, um, to live in small groups. Obviously, if you ever see rabbits in the wild, there's always, nearly always more than one of them. They, they live in small groups. And so, it's nowadays considered to be cruel to keep them on their own. And, right. You should always but have... But you'd be afraid of them pairs. getting up to all sorts of things, you know, because the rabbits have a reputation. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do, and indeed, if you have a male... Suddenly, more. They're <laughs> going to breed, they're going to breed. So, you, you, you can get two males or two females. Um, but in, in any case, it's generally recommended to neuter or spay them as with other pets, in particular female rabbits, if they're not spayed, they tend to become aggressive um, to humans as well as to other animals. And the other thing is that cancer of the uterus is really, really common in rabbits. Something like 80% of rabbits over the age of five get cancer of the uterus. So if you have a female rabbit as a pet, it's strongly recommended that they're spayed. And it's quite a big operation in a rabbit. You know, they're, they're sensitive creatures. Um, and, you know... So is it cruel to keep them in a cage? Um... I think it, it's cruel is a really strong word to use, isn't it? I think if you have a rabbit and it lives in a hutch and it never gets out and it lives by itself, yes, I think that's cruel. Um, they, sh they need more than that. They need company and they need space and exercise. And, you know, you should give them that. That's what they're entitled to. All right. Okay, Pete. Can I say one other thing, by the way? Um, an extra thing I'm at, up to at the moment is a strictly St. Patrick's. Have you heard about this? It's a local primary school in Bray. They're raising funds by getting Egypts like myself to dance on a... On a, on a um, where, we're, where people vote for us or not for us and raises funds, and much-needed funds for the school. What sort of dance are you doing? Well, I've been given Bollywood 
and I, I'm not sure why I wasn't a lot of movement in Bollywood. Yeah. Why, why wasn't they given Quick Step or Sam, you know, salsa or or, or foxtrot? I'm not or tango, you know, something like that. I was given Bollywood. I'm not quite sure what to make of that. But anyway, if you want to know more about it, or indeed, I'd much appreciate your votes because I need to try and win this thing. Um, <laughs> so if you go to my Facebook, nobody's going to vote for somebody who can't dance. Well, I didn't say I couldn't dance. <laughs> I'm practicing hard, Declan. You find out more on the Pete DeVette Facebook page. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Thank you. All right. Um, and uh, you presumably have made reference to it on your website too. It's on my blog as well, petedevette.com. Very good. Okay. Peter Weatherburn, our vet, thanks for coming in and answering all those uh, questions today.